Welcome to the Woke Awards, the award show that recognizes the inane and insane antics of the woke left. There's a lot of woke idiocy out there, and it's our pleasure to bring you the best of the worst. Oh, and we've got another great lineup of candidates for this week's Woke Award, which we affectionately call the Wokey. The competition is stiff, but so is Joe Biden after his afternoon nap. So let's meet our first nominee. Well, I see here that Canada is first on the list. It's great to have Canada back in the running for the coveted Wokey after the CBC there won last week's award. Canada, where police officers celebrate when their horses trample an elderly woman. And serving coffee to truckers protesting vaccine mandates is illegal. And your bank accounts and credit cards can be frozen if you gave 20 bucks to support the protesters. Yes, this is Justin Trudeau's frozen wasteland of totalitarian wokeism, where disobedience will not be tolerated. Well, this week, Canada makes our list once again, but this time for a proposed hate speech law. Last summer, Canada tried to push through a pretty bizarre law called Bill 36 that tried to tackle the problem of too much free speech that the woke left just doesn't like. Well, that bill pretty much died, but earlier this month, the liberal government in Canada proposed to resurrect it. Now it's undead zombie twin, Bill C-36, shambles along. This bill does what a lot of so-called hate speech laws do. It makes certain speech illegal. But what makes this proposed law different and really disturbing is that it would allow someone to take you to court if they feel that you might post something hateful online. This is straight out of that old Tom Cruise movie, Minority Report, where you could be arrested for crimes that you haven't committed yet, but might commit in the future. That's right. Under this bill, someone could report you for something that you might do. The draft of the bill says that, quote, a person may, with the attorney general's consent, lay an information before a provincial court judge if the person fears, on reasonable grounds, that another person will commit a an offense under Section 318, which is pushing for genocide, or Subsection 319, which is inciting or promoting hate. Now, what kinds of offenses would this law cover? Well, offenses, quote, motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on race, national or ethnic origin, language, color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disability, sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, or any other similar factor. <laughs> so, in other words, just about everything. Now, to make things really interesting, the bill doesn't clearly define what hate means. Oh, but don't you worry. Diversity Minister Ahmed Hussein said that they're working to define what hate means in the criminal code. Yes, Canada has a diversity minister whose full title is Minister of Housing and Diversity and Inclusion. Oh, man. So to all our Canadian listeners, don't worry that you might say something hateful. Your woke leaders will arrest you long before you're a verbal danger to yourself or society. So let's welcome Canada to our list of distinguished nominees. Our next nominee comes to us from my great state of Texas. And this story probably flew under the radar for a lot of you, so I'm happy to see it on this week's nominee list because it's a doozy. Very recently, Lisa Grimes, a teacher at Colleyville Middle School and, of course, Colleyville, Texas, was caught on video going on a rant 
in a hallway with two other teachers about vaccines and how important they are. An anonymous parent who happened to be in the school nearby filmed this wokadoodle teacher saying some pretty disturbing things. Now, don't get me wrong, teachers have a tough job. They do. And it's normal and maybe even healthy to blow off some steam with your colleagues. But what this teacher ranted on is really beyond the pale for a professional educator. You can find the video online, and I encourage you to do so, but let me read you a transcript of what she said. Quote, We have a political system that will not allow us to, something inaudible, so we're vaccinating like the flu, which is, you know, get the flu vaccine if you want, but you can't, don't tread on me, but it's too late. It would have had to have been immediate. If we had done it immediately, it'd be gone already. That's what's frustrating. The rest of my life is impacted because of politics, because of conservative Christian crap. I'm telling you, those conservative Christian people, they need to die. They need to get COVID and die. Yes. So here's a teacher at a middle school telling her coworkers that conservative Christians should get COVID and die. Of course, the backlash was swift. Once the video made the rounds on places like Dana Lash's radio show, the school initially placed Grimes on administrative leave, and by February 24th, the school district sent out a letter to parents saying that Grimes was no longer employed with the school and that, quote, it is inexcusable to wish harm on those with whom we disagree. Well, kudos to the school district for standing up to woke idiocy. Of course, it would be better if they didn't hire these people in the first place. And we're happy to nominate ex-teacher Lisa Grimes, hater of all things conservative and Christian, for this week's Wokey. Our third nominee this week is none other than James Bond. Well, not 007 himself, but his now diverse, equitable, and inclusive spy agency, MI6. Now, MI6 is headed by Richard Moore, uh, hopefully no relation to Roger Moore of James Bond fame, According to one report, quote, under Moore's directorship, the MI6 recently warned the UK's intelligence personnel of, quote, white privilege, hierarchy, and gender biases as part of an effort to develop a diverse and inclusive culture across the spy agency. Moore also conveniently includes his preferred pronouns on his Twitter account, just in case you were wondering which way his private part swung. So earlier this week, with war raging between Ukraine and Russia, Moore sent out a tweet framing what the war is really about. He said, quote, With the tragedy and destruction unfolding so distressingly in Ukraine, we should remember the values and hard-won freedoms that distinguish us from Putin, none more than LGBT plus rights. So let's resume our series of tweets to mark hashtag LGBT History Month 2022. Moore then followed up with another tweet describing the experience of some queer agent who said, quote, I had to move for the job when I joined MI6, so I was relieved to find out there was an LGBT plus network group. Through the group, I've made some great friends in the office, and it's reassuring to know it's there for support if I need it. Just how many pervs are there at MI6, I wonder. Hmm. Enough to make a group. So when it comes down to it, the war in Ukraine isn't really about freedom, liberty, or democracy, or even the sovereignty of nations. No, it's all about the right of cross-dressing trannies to indoctrinate Ukrainian children at Drag Queen Story Hour. 
So the missiles are flying and people are dying, but MI6 is taking a break from spying to celebrate gender confusion, fudge packing, and the perverse misuse of our private parts. Talk about Mission Impossible. So let's give a warm, wokey welcome to MI6, who undoubtedly already knew that they would be nominated for this week's award. Our final nominee for this week's Woke Award comes to us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, you probably know that there's no shortage of woke nonsense going on in Minneapolis, so we shouldn't be surprised to see it on our nominee list. Recently, students at the Justice Page Middle School received a student newsletter playfully titled The Rhino Report. And no, it's not about Mitt Romney. The February 15th edition of this newsletter included a fairly lengthy article on, get this, protest tips and etiquette. The article begins, quote, After the murder of Amir Locke at the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department on Tuesday, February 2nd, many of us are, and have been, taking to the streets to protest this injustice. This nowhere near complete guide on protest etiquette and tips is a combination of personal experience advised from online circles of local activists and just general common sense. So this student newsletter has a guide on protesting for 12 and 13-year-old kids in middle school. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the advice they're giving these kids on how to protest better. First, quote, when it comes to Black Lives Matter protests, if you're not black, remember that you're there to show your support and amplify black voices. Especially if you're white, if they're offering the megaphone for anyone to speak, it's not for you. You are here to listen and to show support. Also, don't post anything with people's faces slash identifying information in them, especially if it's someone doing art slash graffiti. Well, because after all, you wouldn't want someone to get in trouble for defacing a building, now would you? And the newsletter has other helpful pieces of advice, like just in case you get arrested. It's a good idea to write the contact numbers of both your parents slash guardians and local legal aid organizations on your arm in Sharpie and put hairspray over it so it lasts longer. Oh, and it would be nice to bring along some water, a first aid kit, face masks for COVID and some snacks. Now, the Rhino Report is a publication of Minneapolis Public Schools, not the middle school itself, or at least according to the newsletter. But we can't give Justice Page Middle School a hall pass for this woke insanity. No, the school itself shares the guilt for trying to indoctrinate our kids into woke identity politics. What's next? Molotov cocktails for science class? So congratulations to both the Justice Page Middle School and Minneapolis Public Schools on your Woke Award nomination. Oh, it's a tight race with some awesomely awful wokeness, but it's time to reveal the winner of this week's Woke Award. The coveted Wokey, in all its genuine imitation gold-plated glory, goes to... Britain's premier spy agency, MI6 for making the war in Ukraine all about LGBT perversion. Congratulations to MI6. I wonder what gadgets they have Q working on for their LGBT agents. No, Miss Moneypenny, don't ask what the red button does. That's it for this week's Woke Award. The pile of woke crap never stops growing, so if you see something that you think deserves a Wokey, Give us a shout at WokeAwardsPodcast at ProtonMail.com 
or find us on Gab at The Woke Awards Podcast. And we're on Telegram at t.me slash The Woke Awards Podcast. Until next time, remember God, say your prayers, and for goodness sake, stay on woke.